Hello, friends, and welcome again to another episode of This Week in the Word. I'm your host, Pastor Jim. Today we're going to consider part five of our series titled God's Grace When Life Isn't Fair, the story of Joseph. Last time we saw that it was essential that Joseph be there in prison. The reason being, Joseph is going to use God's gifts to interpret dreams. We're beginning now chapter 40 of the book of Genesis, and it begins this way. Sometime later, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt offended their master, the king of Egypt. Pharaoh was angry with his two officials, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker, and put them in custody in the house of the captains of the guard, in the same prison where Joseph was confined. The captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph, and he attended them. Now, you'll recall from our last episode that when Joseph was falsely accused of rape by Potiphar's wife, he was thrown into the king's prison. But even then, Scripture tells us that God was with Joseph and gave him favor with the warden who put Joseph in charge of the prison. Now, the Pharaoh's cupbearer and baker were thrown into the prison because they made him mad. We're not told what these two men did. Maybe the cupbearer spilled some wine on the carpet. Maybe the baker burnt the morning biscuits. But regardless of what they did, Joseph was put in charge of them. And both of these men had dreams. Uh-oh, here we go again. The last time Joseph got involved with dreams, it nearly got him killed. It certainly got him sold into slavery brought by his brothers. The cupbearer tells Joseph his dream, and it goes like this. In my dream, I saw a vine in front of me, and on the vine were three branches. As soon as it budded, it blossomed, and its clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup, and put the cup in his hand. The dream closely represents this cupbearer's actual duties for Pharaoh, and the interpretation God gives Joseph mirrors that. Listen to Joseph's interpretation. This is what it means, Joseph said to him. The three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position, and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand, just as you used to do when you were his cupbearer. But when all that goes well with you, remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. I was forcibly carried off the land of the Hebrews, and even here, I have done nothing to deserve being put in a dungeon. Will you notice, Joseph is no fool. He knows that sometimes people get out of prison by knowing the right person. And no one knows the Pharaoh 
better than the cupbearer. Remember me, Joseph asks the cupbearer. And you can't blame him for that. In the meantime, the baker has been listening to this conversation. He may have thought, maybe my dream is good news too. So the baker says this to Joseph. I too had a dream. On my head were three baskets of bread. In the top basket were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh. But the birds were eating them out of the basket on my head. This is what it means, Joseph said. The three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up lift off your head and impale your body on a pole and the birds will eat away your flesh. Yikes. You know, we have to admire Joseph for his candor with this baker because Joseph could have interpreted the dream in a way that was positive but untruthful. After all, who wants to deliver a message of imminent death to anyone. But Joseph was a man of the truth. He was not trying to win friends. He was representing God. Joseph's interpretation was hopeful for the cupbearer. In three days, he would be restored to his position with Pharaoh. But for the poor baker, the interpretation proved to be frightful. In three days, he would be executed by the same Pharaoh. And of course, it all happened as Joseph had predicted. It would seem reasonable that when the cupbearer agreed to mention Joseph to Pharaoh, Joseph would have been in a state of pure joy. And every time he heard the cell door open, he would have imagined it was for his release. But sadly, His request of the cupbearer, that is, mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison, that request was quickly forgotten. Joseph languished in that dungeon for two more years. Hopes placed in another person had disappointed him. Even today, for many people, More than two years have passed in this condition. They're not all in a literal prison, but they are in a prison of circumstances. They're trapped by life. For some, it means going to the same dull jobs every day, day after day after day. For others, it means dealing with the same problems in life, over and over and over again. Many people are embittered by the monotony, and they feel forgotten, not only by other people, but by God as well. But it's worth stressing that God doesn't forget his people. We do the forgetting. We forget others. We forget God. And we even forget that God never forgets. We're reminded of the repentant thief on the cross who was crucified next to Jesus. It's hard to imagine how forgotten he felt 
as he hung there. He asked Jesus to remember him when Jesus entered his eternal kingdom. Jesus promised to remember the thief. And Jesus did just that before that day ended. This incident with these two men provides life lessons for all of us. First, be careful putting your trust in people because often they're untrustworthy. We read about this in Isaiah's prophecy where he writes, Stop trusting in mere humans who have but a breath in their nostrils. Why hold them in esteem? At one point, Joseph must have been incredibly disillusioned about people, but he allowed that disillusionment to point him to the love and faithfulness of God. We read about that in Psalm 118, where it says, It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. Another life lesson is this. Wait for God. God doesn't always work according to our timetable. Case in point, this pandemic in which we find ourselves. We're all learning to wait on God, and sometimes it gets incredibly incredibly frustrating, doesn't it? But Psalm 27:14 tells us this. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart, and wait for the Lord. We have no idea how long this interruption of our normal activities will last. And what's worse? No one else seems to know either. But God tells us to wait on his timing, which is always perfect. So while others are coming unglued, so to speak, we will do what God tells us through the words of the psalmist. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. And in his word, I put my hope. Well, will Joseph ever get out of prison? We'll get the answer to that question. And we'll see another chance for Joseph to interpret a dream in our next episode. So be sure to join me next time, right here on This Week in the Word. I'm your host, Pastor Jim. This Week in the Word is a ministry of St. Michael Lutheran Church, in Traverse City, Michigan.